You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. Homelessness in America has regressed to a disgusting level. First, we're going to look at how this mess got started, and then the regression to now, and then look at solutions. How did this very human problem reach crisis levels? Back in the 1950s, the state of institutionalized mental care was deplorable, and so the liberal do-gooders of that time put their silly heads together and said, hey, let's let all the mentally ill out of these hospitals and turn them loose on the streets. They were riding high on the psychedelic Brave New World wave of therapeutic drugs and outpatient therapy, which led to the massive deinstitutionalization of over a half million tormented souls over the past 60 years. Antipsychotic medicines like Thorazine were used with abandon, but most people were not treated after being released. This has become a recurring theme in America, the over-reliance on drugs to treat serious problems. Dr. E. Fuller Torrey, in his book, American Psychosis, about the dismantling of mental hospitals, wrote that the freedom to be insane is a cruel hoax perpetrated on those who cannot think clearly by those who will not think clearly. I love that quote. Nowhere in America is homelessness worse than in the former cornucopia of all things plentiful and beautiful, sunny California. But the so-called leader of that unfortunate state is now Governor Gavin Grusom. His ideas are truly stupid and overtly, purposefully destructive. His solution? Nearly $20 billion for tent cities. People of his bought-off ilk also largely support letting violent felons out of prison, handing out needles and other drug paraphernalia, and encouraging open drug use in the streets. Refusal to arrest many violent felons, allowing people to walk naked and defecate in the streets. But mainly, it's Gavin Grusom's refusal to own it. He said, Shame on all of us, we own this. But not he owns this. He's supposed to lead California as governor. If he were sincere, I'd give him a pass. If he put forth a good faith showing, I could forgive him for that pass-the-buck mentality. But he's a faker, a smoke-and-mirrors kind of guy, completely insincere. Only the stupidest and most shallow people could possibly believe anything he says. He's proven to be a younger Vice President Brandon. For those of you who may not be familiar with this uh, podcast, I don't call President Biden, I can't even say it, (laughs) I don't call him that, I call him Vice President Brandon because I assume he was fairly elected Vice President, I assume, and the Brandon part, we all know what that stands for, so it's Vice President Brandon in the White House. Now, Governor Gavin Grusom has another idea, involuntary commitment to institutions. On the surface, it may sound good, but it's a slippery slope under his watch. That would commit political enemies someday soon. Gavin Grusom is not to be trusted at all. 
He is amongst the dirtiest of dirty scam artists, deal-making, politician, scumbag a-holes. And he wants to run for president in 2024. Absolutely unbelievable. The only thing Gavin Grusom has going for him is dirty George Soros and Chicom and Big Pharma and Big Tech money and his filthy network that includes his corrupt aunt, nutty Nancy Pelosi. He is the prototype of the typical deep state mafia globalist gangster. He's a younger clone of Vice President Brandon, and he's worse because he's not suffering from senile dementia. You've heard the expression, if he had a brain, he'd be dangerous. Well, that's Gavin Grusom. Old Gavin, by the way, reminds me of an 18th century homosexual vampire pounding away on a harpsichord with his frilly wrist laces hanging down up in his haunted homosexual castle overlooking the gay Bay Area. I truly detest his type, as you can tell. California, far and away, leads the nation in lost homeless souls, and Gavin Grusom has effectively done nothing to fix it, only make it much worse. His main idea is to give them free shelter and sloppy PC programs, but no real jobs, no real opportunities. Because his leftist agenda has crippled California's small business economy and has rotted out its social foundation to the core. HUD, or the Housing and Urban Development Department, came out with a 2022 Homeless Assessment Report. They came up with the number that seems arbitrary, because we're talking about homeless people on a January night in 2022. But they said that there's 582,462 homeless people. And I believe that sugarcoats it. It sounds like a lowball figure for that January night of last year. I suspect it's much, much higher than this, perhaps double or more. Think about all the illegal aliens that are coming across every day on average, so it has to be much higher. This HUD report is a cover for Vice President Brandon's ineptness. Indeed, it's done on purpose. HUD, desperately citing, quote, Historic investments to address the issue can work, unquote. Not has worked or even will work, but rather the perennial, hopeful, pie-in-the-sky can possibly work. Well, what are these historic investments from the Vice President Brandon regime? Throwing out billions of hard-earned taxpayer money For housing, the homeless comes nowhere near solving the problem, and they know it. The HUD report is full of apologetics for COVID-19 to make it sound like war-gamed COVID was just an unfortunate event that came out of nowhere to make homelessness even worse. They assert it was mainly COVID's fault, even as late as 2022. By the way, who was president in 2020? President Trump. So there you go. Vice President Brandon off the hook once again, according to his shameless lackeys doing the old CYA over at HUD. In February 2023, HUD allocated $5.6 billion in grants for programs in housing. That's $5.6 billion. But what's missing from all this bureaucratic cronyism? 
within HUD and throughout the entire deep state. Actually solving the problem. Now, don't get me wrong. Homelessness will never end, of course. But it is worse today than ever before. Why? Tossing hard-working middle-class money against the wall to see what sticks is not virtuous or smart. The one equation that is always missing is the talk of opportunity. Why? Because opportunity for the truly down and out isn't good for deep state business. It doesn't feed the George Soros ego or his coffers or his pipe dream dystopia. And it doesn't help advance communist, fascist China's evil agenda either and their plan for the utter destruction of the free enterprise system in America. Therefore, any talk of jobs based on free market economics is automatically taboo among the PC set. Being nice and sweet and kind to America's most desperate citizens is verboten, except for when they're speaking out of both sides of their lying mouths. This is all cruel beyond belief. It is demonic torture of the innocent, hell on earth. Many have no medicine, no shelter, no psychotherapy, no distractions to ease their pain, no friends, no love, and no hope. In a country chock full of relatively healthy and wealthy people everywhere, if you have a home, you have a lot, there is no excuse for this diabolical and intentional extreme mistreatment of these homeless American citizens, many of them veterans, whose only crime is their obvious total inability to cope with a very difficult and complex life. Until now, America's homeless have had no real help at all. Soup kitchens and handouts to beckers just doesn't go too far beyond the moment. Think about this. The psychiatric industry started out in the 60s by giving these very fragile and sensitive souls drugs and then letting them fend for themselves on the cold, mean streets of America. Biopharma intersections with a lot. COVID, the homeless, the deadly fentanyl threat that drives people away from the price-competitive black market and into Big Pharma's massive coffers. All this interconnectedness feeds the problem because pain is profitable. I'm a very proud capitalist, but free enterprise actually needs freedom from crony government constraints and not mega-monopolies that control what has now become the homeless industry. For example, are we to trust the deep state-funded American Medical Association, or AMA, well, the editor of the AMA so-called Journal of Ethics wrote an article in November 2021 during the heat of all the slaughter of innocents via forced overdoses of remdesivir and ventilators causing hospitals under the AMA's watch to profit up to a million dollars off each death due to the COVID hoax. G. Robert Watts wrote this article pontificating on how the AMA needs to be on the forefront of ending homelessness because of their ethical superiority. His lying simpleton conclusion, the whole problem is a result of inequitable policies. That, my friend, 
is deep state speak for let's trash capitalism and bring about a kinder, gentler form of tyranny that doesn't only torture the homeless with busybody programs and drugs, but also bleeds the hardworking middle class to death in the process in order to pay for it. The AMA has proven itself to be deeply complicit in the out-and-out murder of millions of American innocents during the COVID hoax. The AMA will be punished someday soon, and they have nothing credible to say about reducing homelessness. Why? Because obviously they don't care about the homeless or anything except playing ball with Big Pharma. In fact, they're drooling at the prospect of getting the homeless addicted to prescription drugs where the real money is. To really drive the nails in the coffin of the AMA vampire, again from the AMA Journal of Ethics, November 2021, and I quote, Congregate settings for the poor, such as shelters, have led to the rampant spread of the virus. Deaths have affected people of color with low income in the U.S. In July 2020, risk of death was nine times higher for those living in poorer, substantially non-white counties than poorer, than uh, in poorer, substantially white counties, unquote. Obviously, this means that even though COVID was a total hoax, these minorities did not necessarily know that, and so they were still the targets of the massive CDC and AMA lying propaganda machine that mainly targeted the guess who, the homeless, the poor, and people of color. By the way, back in the day, they were referred to as colored people, but that sounds absolutely horrendous, and people of color sounds at least one trillion times better, don't you think? Again, the targets of our medical malfiescence mafia are the homeless, the poor, and colored people. They were the ones whom the mafia medics claimed needed to be treated with remdesivir and ventilators, and many were, and were murdered because of it. Period. But fake news is everywhere. The drive-by media won't talk about it because they've all been bought off as well by the deep state mafia. So the homeless and minorities may actually be the real targets. It certainly seems that way. This reminds me of Margaret Sanger's main impetus for starting Planned Parenthood to greatly reduce the number of minority babies being born. But hey, all you colored people, keep voting for those demon cat Democrats for free money payouts. It's what keeps the mafia in power and keeps your heads just barely above water for the rest of your pathetic lives. If all this deep state jawjacking sounds insincere because it is. All these articles and symposiums and press conferences and workshops, nonprofits for the elimination of all homelessness is shallow and rings hollow because if the billionaire money wasn't there to prop them up, the only thing to counter it would be the very concerned, very sincere, and very real grassroots activism to take its place. But because just normal folks aren't billionaires, they are easily pushed away and shoved out of the picture by the billionaires and the politicians they fund who have major skin in the game. They want to profit off the victims. But if there are no victims, then there's no profits. So they have to control everything, and especially to control your 
response to them, the power brokers. Hence, all the fake news to brainwash. The deep state is only pretending to solve the very problem that they created and exacerbated. Many think that most of our homeless are too far gone for jobs. Well, after living on the street for several years, that's true. But what about America's future? We obviously have to start somewhere. When you pass them on the streets and you see them muttering and often screaming profanities at God for their lost lives, there are a few things that's heartbreaking. Many of these lost souls were once the bright shining stars of their parents. Many, of course, had miserable and even non-existent childhoods with no parents to speak of. America really has abandoned them. Our Declaration of Independence proudly proclaims that all men are created equal, but equal in God's sight, not man's. Someone content or desperate enough to sleep on a sidewalk has little in common with a President Trump, for example. But it is through God's eyes we should be attempting to see them. Life is unfair and can be cruel. Extra special attention should be reserved for greatly reducing homeless numbers. Action Steps Number 1. Write detailed, persuasive letters. Contact congressmen and senators and local officials with uh, typed or handwritten letters as best. It has to be good. Remember, there is a massive George Soros-funded bribocracy in place. Bribocracy, bribed people. Many of the people that you're writing have been bought off, so you have to be competitive with mere words. Number two, consider boycotting the RNC, the Republican National Committee, until they act serious about winning elections again. We all know there's massive voter fraud going on. Instead, volunteer for candidates that are both socially and physically conservative only. Most important, number three. Focus your vitriol on those at the top of this pyramid scam. Don't fall for the shiny object puppets dangling from the strings controlled by the puppet masters above and who are always talking about Republican versus Democrat. The deep state billionaires are really the ones to blame. Trust me, they don't care too much about left versus right. They mostly only care about themselves. And we can't forget about communist fascist China, of course. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.